1: Welcome to Words of the Prophets, a podcast where we discuss the latest talks from the General Conference of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, Today, I have with me my friend, Burke. How are you today, Burke?
2: Well, I can attest that spring has begun in the Pacific Northwest. The sun came out for like five or six hours at one point, and now the sky and every part of my body that hates it is full of pollen, apparently. So, (laughs) welcome to spring.
1: (laughs) Uh, indeed we are, we're hitting spring here as well. And, um, I, you know, the early allergies are out, that's for sure. in our family, so, uh, yeah, Love it. such is life. Well, uh, Rivka, how are you today? Are you suffering from allergies?
0: Um, mildly, not as badly as Burke, but mine started a couple of weeks ago. So we must have sensitivities to slightly different things. That's, that's my hypothesis.
1: All right well it's the price we pay uh for the good weather it seems like um Mm -hmm. there's a trade-off to everything right so
0: and the beauty like the greens and the flowers and all that stuff so
1: great indeed well i'll I'll take allergies and good weather over winter so yeah full steam ahead with the good weather in my opinion Um, and we're going to go full steam ahead on this talk today. We're going to discuss the last talk from the October, 2022 general conference. This will wrap everything up and we're just going to briefly discuss president Nelson's talk focus on the temple. Um, so really there, this is very short and a lot of it was just temple announcements. Mm -hmm. So maybe we'll each just hit one point that we liked from it and, uh, then we'll go from there. So Burke, we'll start with you.
2: All right. So he says here in the first paragraph, I pray that you have recorded your impressions and will follow through with them. And I've listened for several years now to you and Rivka talk about the way that you take notes in conference and doing this. And even the last couple (laughs) of conferences, knowing we were going to discuss things, I still tried to take more notes of minutiae so that I could talk about it even before we had the text for conference. But this time I really, the invitation to me is I, and I'm going to focus on what I specifically need to learn and change from this coming conference. So I love that this wrap up's happening right now and conferences next week. So uh, yeah, fresh and ready to go.
1: Yes. Fantastic. And for those who are new listeners or who may have forgotten, we actually watched this conference together, all three of us, yeah. despite living quite far apart, we met together in a beautiful cabin in the woods in new England and um, watched this conference together. And, I do enjoy taking some notes, but holy smokes, Rivka, (laughs) you, (laughs) you you're the queen of note taking. She must've filled eight notebooks in one weekend. All right. That's an exaggeration, but uh, maybe
0: eight pages,
1: eight pages. Right. She definitely records her impressions. So um, uh, an example to us all. And Burke, I will note that President Nelson is like an invitation machine. This little talk is like four paragraphs. It's just about temples and right out of the gate, he gives us an invitation (laughs) um, that serves for both last conference and this conference. He's just, he's amazing. So uh, fantastic. Rivka, what did you pull out of this little talk?
0: Um, I did underline that one because recording my impressions and following through with them is something I've really worked on during the last six months since this. And so I've had the experience of of following that prophetic counsel and reaping the benefits of it. Um, but then later down in the talk, he says, it is significant that the Savior chose to appear to the people at his temple. He was talking about in the Book of Mormon. And he said, it is his house. It is filled with his power. Let us never lose sight of what the Lord is doing for us now. He is making his temples more accessible. He's accelerating the pace at which we are building temples. He's increasing our ability to help gather Israel. He is also making it easier for each of us to become spiritually refined. I promise that increased time in the temple will bless your life in ways nothing else can. And I love that sentence. He's also making it easier for each of us to become spiritually refined. And that's not something that's often outright stated, I think, when the invitation to go to the temple is given. So I think maybe that's why it kind of captured my attention. Um, But if you're looking for a way to more easily become spiritually refined, get to the temple.
1: Great. I... Those words didn't really stick out to me when I read that. What does more spiritually refined mean to you, Rivka?
0: Well, I mean, (laughs) I have a lot of not spiritual impurities that I struggle with regularly, but I think the goal of spiritual refinement is to become what our heavenly parents are and to become what Jesus Christ is. And if that's our goal, sometimes that can feel like a really far off goal. And very overwhelming. Um, and we know that it happens a little at a time. And so as we become, I mean, as we strive, we can become more and more refined. And I just love that he pointed out that that one of the ways that makes that easier for us is by being in the temple, which I can understand because at least for me, anytime I'm able to spend time in the temple, I think there are very few things that help me to um i don't know kind of gauge where i am and and return my focus there's the daily things that i do prayer and scripture study but because i don't go to the temple daily maybe it's just that um i can sit in there and the spirit teaches and the spirit talks to me and <laughs> instructs and sometimes um convicts but it's a it is a place where there are no distractions, nothing else can, can interrupt my time there. And so I find that, um, yeah, when I'm at the temple, I get a really good gauge of, of where I am on my covenant path and where I need to be going.
1: All right. Fantastic. Um, I, I really love that answer. And, I think of refined as sort of removing impurities. And as you described sitting there, uh, focusing on the covenant path without distraction, that certainly seems to remove some of the impurities out of our our lives when we're sitting in the mm-hmm. temple. So
0: yeah.
1: um, I really liked that last sentence in the paragraph. I promise that increased time in the temple will bless your life in ways that nothing else can. And uh, he didn't give those specific ways. So that remains up to us to figure out how the Lord is blessing us. But Mm -hmm. uh, this is something Deanna and I have been working on this year. Our temple is going to be closed for a huge chunk of the year, July through November for a big renovation. So we've been really making efforts to get to the temple. You know, our general goal is once a month. So we've been having to, you know, or not having to, but, but trying to get there more than once a month to make up for the time that it will be closed later. So and we've been really enjoying that. Um, We feel very fortunate to be in a position where we can make that happen. You know, we have two of our kids out of the house. We only have one left and she can come with us. Um, So sometimes we're going as a family. Sometimes we're going with youth um, baptisms and things. And uh, we remember those days when the kids were little and it was like (laughs) just a Herculean effort to get to the temple. Um, So we're very appreciative that we can get there a little, a little more simply nowadays. So. Well, um, let's just go back to the conference as a whole, and I'll ask each of you if there was a favorite talk or maybe some themes that really stood out to you as you look back on the October 2022 general conference and just um, take the 10,000-foot view. So, Burke, we'll start with you. Any favorite talks or any themes that really stood out to you as you look at the conference as a whole? Oh, man. Maybe
2: we should start with Rivka. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay, Rivka, let's start with you.
0: Oh, I have so many like favorite, wonderful talks. Um, I loved Sister Browning's about seeing more of Jesus Christ in our lives and her illustration of waking up and putting on her glasses every day and equating that to waking up and getting our spiritual um, glasses put on. And I love Sister Yee's um, talk about beauty for ashes and the forgiveness of really difficult things. Um, some of the themes that I heard in this conference were um, once again kind of a uh, calling back my attention to the study of the Book of Mormon and kind of an overarching idea of mm, increasing and refining my discipleship um, in being a disciple of Jesus Christ. And there were a lot of different talks that spoke to me of different ways I needed to do that. So I think that was it for me.
1: Great. Thank you, Rivka. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Uh, Burke, how about you? You ready? All right. So I was right in the
2: middle of a thought when you said that and I was like, Oh, it's coming together, but I didn't want to mess it up. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) Uh, let's see now I've changed one of my windows and I can't find where I was. So anyway, um, from president Nelson's last talk that we were talking about, um, he says, let us never lose sight of what the Lord is doing for us now. And that just got me to thinking about a talk he gave years ago called thanks be to God, where he brought up a beautiful tank of tropical fish and the woman who, feeds them daily. And he asked her, have they ever thanked you? And she said, not yet. And it just made me think of how often in my life I forget what God is doing for me on a daily basis. You know, we, part of the human mind is we get accustomed to whatever is happening and it becomes normal and that we have to continually reorient and look for ways, um, to improve and to be grateful for what we're already being given. And I think if I had to pick one favorite talk from this whole conference, it would still have to be brother or elder Kevin Pearson's talk. Mm -hmm. "Um, Are you still willing?
0: Just so
2: much good in that one for me. Um, Because if you are still willing, then you have to be willing all the time. (laughs) You have to keep changing and keep doing better. He had some great quotes in there. discipleship is not cheap because the companionship of the Holy ghost is priceless. Um and some points about focusing on worldly things instead of things of the gospel and and how you find truth. Anyway, just a great talk that I've gone back to several times. So
1: awesome, fantastic, Burke. Thank you. Well, um, I think I heard a lot of themes of just focusing on the fundamentals. We had a lot of talks on um, discipleship and. Um, the word of God and things along those lines just encouraging us to to keep doing those fundamental things prayer scriptures church attendance service I mean mm-hmm. the basics but but the powerful daily small things that add up to great things over time um a few invitations that stuck with me um, one I don't know that anyone specifically invited us to memorize scriptures but I was reading one of the talks I don't even remember which one and that was an impression I really felt that I received. And so I'm working on that. Um, and the idea of president Nelson, um, you know, encouraging us to record our impressions working on that as well. And just um, as I'm, you know, in the scriptures receiving impressions about things that aren't related to what I'm reading. Uh, so, mm-hmm. and then attending the temple as, as I just mentioned. So those are all, sort of themes and impressions and invitations I'm working on Um, and let's see favorite talks Elder Pearson's was fantastic I agree with that Um, I loved President Nelson's Sunday afternoon talk um, the one about overcoming rest and find peace Mm -hmm. Uh, sorry Sunday morning Um, and Elder Bednar his talk was also great the virtue of the word was fantastic his
2: talk was really uncomfortable Mm. (laughs) (laughs)
1: uncomfortable in a good way in a good way um (laughs) yes but uncomfortable so and oh beauty for ashes that was also fantastic so lots of good ones um any anything else that that you guys plan on doing to be prepared for conference next weekend
2: well, we just started about brainstorming Rutka. what things we need to include in our conference store. So,
1: <laughs> oh yes, the store. <laughs> Remind us about that. So
2: you get points for various aspects of conference that you participate in, singing with the songs, being present, and reverent for the prayers and the speakers, and then you can redeem those points for snacks, and food, and drink, and that sort of thing that encourages
1: you to stay strong and stay involved. So, Fantastic. Yeah. I can guarantee without a doubt that snacks and food at uh, your house is worth any price that you have to pay to uh, earn those points. So awesome. Well, we still have a few. um, So this will come out the Sunday before general conference, and we'll still have a few episodes air before conference. And we're going to do a couple greatest hits, something we love to do. So the next talk we're going to discuss is meek and lowly of heart by Elder David A. Bednar from the April 2018 General Conference. Uh, So looking forward to discussing that one. In the meantime, you can get a hold of us on social media at Words of the Prophets Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or Words of the Prophets Podcast at gmail.com. So thanks for joining us today, and until next time, keep the faith. If we teach by the Spirit, and you listen by the Spirit, some one of us will touch on your circumstance, sending a personal prophetic epistle just to you.